What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies and Apocalypse Now. Yes, I am not Jacob Bartley. Jacob Bartley is out tonight. He is uh, in the process of actually moving, and he needs a little bit of a breather to make sure all that goes uh, well in dandy. And so I am sub-hosting for the night. Uh, I am Jake Berlin, if you don't know me already, and I am joined today by Mr. Gio Ramos, the DC enthusiast himself, and Brian Avalosino, just known as Brian. How is everybody yep. doing tonight? Good. Man, still uh, still raving about this past weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, before before we get into that, Brian, how are you doing on this uh, fine Tuesday evening? Doing good? Good. I'm ready to eat dinner. That's what I'm really ready to do. I know, I know, I know, I know. Hey, you had the... Obviously, hey, um, I'm not... So after spending the whole day Saturday, you're you're wrong. If I'm you're think you're crazy if you think I'm not going to spend the whole hour talking about it. So <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yes. So uh, through our social media, first of all, if you're not following us on our social media, make sure you guys are checking us out not just on Facebook but also Instagram and Twitter at Apocalypse Movies. Uh, we're staying current with everything movie news, uh, releasing our schedule, teasing stuff we're doing, stuff like that. So make sure you're following us. And then, uh, as you know by the title of this video, the thumbnail of this video. Um, we are covering everything DC fandom today, and so we're going to be breaking down panels and discussing panels. We, uh, I was able to shift the show around, the notes around, to make sure we're doing everything DC fandom today, and so we will be getting to that in just a second. But before we get to our next little topic here, uh, Mr. Keith Barnes has joined the show. How you doing? Ah. Hello, hello, hello. Wow. How you doing, man? How, how you doing on this Tuesday? Not bad. Not bad. Let me recap all this craziness from the weekend. <laughs> yeah, a lot, lot of craziness to get to, that's for sure. But before we get to that, um, we do have one thing that we want to discuss, and that is our upcoming watch-along, guys. Our upcoming watch-along is happening this Friday. Um, that is August 28th. This Friday, August 28th, we're officially doing this month's watch-along. Um, and we, earlier this month, we had put out a poll on YouTube and we had asked everybody to vote. And first of all, thank you to everyone for voting. We actually had our highest voting count this time, which was great. Uh, just over 75 votes, which is uh, awesome. So thank you very much for, for voting if you voted. But the movie that ended up winning um, out of the five. Oh, it's over? It, it's over. The uh -huh. poll is over. Uh, we are officially revealing what movie we're watching right here, right now. Uh, so we had Avatar, John Wick 3, Mission Impossible Fallout, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Avengers. The movie that won with 37% of the votes, a, a well 13% ahead of anything else, is, no surprise, The Avengers. We really? The original Avengers this Friday. I can see Gio shaking his head here in the little queue. Keith is obviously very excited because he did pick the movie. Um, and so I will let Keith uh, just talk about it to begin with, first of all, and then uh, we will get into the timing and how it's going to work on Friday. So, Keith, your movie one. How you thinking? How, how you feeling, man? Oh, it's fun. Listen, this at, at the time it was out. I mean, it was the biggest movie ever, right? Uh, so uh, this shouldn't be any surprise. I don't know what. Uh, it's a movie that we all love. It's beloved, you know. We'll see. Uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to to watch along with. Uh, uh, Geo's shaking his neck like he didn't listen. <laughs> the last one was The Dark Knight, was it not? Did we not watch yeah. The Dark Knight previously? Yeah. All right. So yeah. listen, you should be. You should be. You're fine. You're, you're good. We're, I think it's for if you're if you're one of those people that think it's got to be one or the other. Not 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 you, but anybody else. Uh, 
we're evening it out. All right, we're good. You know, we're going with the best uh, Batman movie ever to one of the best uh, two look, back to back two of the best comic book movies of all time in a row here for our watch along. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to watching it with you guys. You know, seeing reliving this movie with you guys. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. So, yeah, I, I don't know the last time I watched the full movie of the Avengers, so I'm excited to sit down and watch it, especially with us, because I don't think any, I mean I haven't watched it with any of you guys. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the full movie in like length Years. In, a, in a long time, so I'm, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, same here, can man. I, just, I can't even think of the last time I watched it. So. Can I just say, can you put that picture back up? I just noticed something for the very first time. Captain America is literally standing on nothing. He's floating in the air. So yeah. that might just be this specific wallpaper, but he's actually standing <laughs> in a car in other ones. Oh, really? Yeah, this oh, might, okay. th this wallpaper might have been fan edited to make sure it fit in a specific uh, range. And he's usually standing on a car. Okay. Because I was yeah. going to say, how did I not notice? <laughs> yeah, no, he's usually standing on a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. floating. <laughs> All right. Okay. I thought I, I was <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so guys, that's going to be happening on Apocalypse Now on Friday. Uh, so make sure you guys are checking that out. We're going live 7.30, and uh, we will be uh, just doing the watch-along. Nothing else is going to be happening on the show. We're going to be straight into the watch-along because the movie is over two hours. That way we make sure we leave enough time for that movie. So make sure you check back at that time and uh, join us for that watch-along. And I know that Rachel had put something here in the comment for us. Um, what happened to Groundhog Day? Yes, uh, it was obviously a very crazy weekend for us with uh, DC fandom and other things happening. Uh, Brian and Keith will be getting that in the coming days, and you'll probably see that video on Thursday. A little pushback this week, um, but we'll have all of our movies picked for who's challenged and all I that have watched stuff it, on Thursday. And so, um, and so you'll oh, see that yeah. video from them in the uh, in the coming days. Uh, with that said, let's go ahead and get into this discussion, guys, because we have a lot to uh, to break down. And the way it's going to work is. Uh, we're just covering each panel, uh, each movie panel that is that those are the ones that we covered essentially our live reaction videos that we did on Saturday, which you can see up on the channel. Um, those are available. Uh, it was a mixture of stuff, but Brian and Gio were on every single one of them and they were essentially reacting to the channel live. You can watch it with them on our channel. You can find those on the homepage, but we're going to be breaking these downs and panels and going one by one. And we're starting that off with the one that obviously is the biggest one coming, the one that. Uh, kind of had this movement coming for DC movies, and that is the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut is the one that kind of led the charge a little bit, um, officially happening on HBO Max. We got an official trailer for the Snyder Cut. We got information for the Snyder Cut. Not a whole lot, but a little. But what we're going to be doing for this specific panel, and just a uh, fair warning for all of us here, uh, I am keeping a time for us. That way we can make sure we get to all of these in a timely manner. And so uh, I'm, I'm all for the discussions, but let's try to keep our thoughts in a, a nice little bubble here to make sure we're getting everything out there as quick as possible. Gio, I'll let you head this one first, man. The Snyder Cut, um, you've been leading the charge here on Apocalypse for a while now. Uh, you officially got your first look. Thoughts on the trailer? Are you excited for it? Are you more excited for it going uh, afterwards than you were going in? Break it all down for us, man. I can't and I'll tell go you ahead, I'll go ahead and put these up too while you're talking here for the beginning. I'll just stop these. I'll go ahead and uh, drop these in here oh, for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've seen this trailer. <laughs> I mean, it, I it, it's just the perfect um, blend of music and imagery that you're seeing on screen. And if you rewatch the trailer again and, and you listen to the words that are being uh, sung, I think his name is, uh, help me out, Leonard Cohen. 
Sounds right. Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, it, it just all fits so well. Um, I mean, I, I absolutely loved it. This is the movie that we should have gotten in the first place. This is the movie that I've been asking for for years, um, not just myself, but millions of others. Um, this panel was the most personal uh, and dear panel because you had a filmmaker interviewing the very fans responsible who started the movement. And for me, that was just uh, very proper given how much, uh, you know, work was put into this uh, movement. As far as the trailer goes, absolutely loved it. I can't wait. And also we should mention uh, it's confirmed that it will be split into four one hour um, episodes. And then at the very end, there'll be a four hour cut that you can watch. Um, so uh, that makes sense. It being that um, HBO Max was the one who largely put up the money for this uh, project. They want to get the most out of their buck. And so that makes sense. But um, yeah, it's, I loved it. What more can I say? Uh, Keith, since you weren't, uh, you weren't with us while we were doing the reaction to it, uh, thoughts on the Snyder Cut, man? Uh, the trailer? <laughs> yeah. Or just the actual? Uh, okay, well, uh, I, don't, I don't know, to be honest. That kind of just looks... Uh, I'm still looking forward to seeing it, you know, but uh, a lot of new stuff that definitely was like, wow, I was surprised to see Iris West. We get the Kiersey Clemens, that her name, as Iris West, yep. which yep. I thought that I thought that casting was um, uh, done by, was that not Rick Fumiyama? Fumi, Fumi, I can't say his name. Famiyua. <laughs> uh, Famiyua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From uh, the Mandalorian, right? He did the he's yes. from, from Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad they're keeping her in it. That's really that's cool to see her. I know she was in that movie. Uh, the uh, what's it called? Uh, Me, uh, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Oh no! No, uh, the, the one. The, uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about, dope. right? The one. Dope. dope. Yes. Dope. Dope. Yeah. dope. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's cool to see her. Uh, a lot of, lot of, <laughs> lot, lot more slow mo, <laughs> a lot more slow motion stuff. Uh, uh, you know, just some more reaction shots. Uh, we get a good look at. Uh, Dooms, or not Doomsday, uh, Dark Side, excuse me. And uh, so, you know, it's kind of another big gray CGI villain again. Um, but I, I look forward to getting some context with him, you know, seeing exactly what his deal is. Uh, there's been several versions of that song, Hallelujah. I really don't. Enough. Enough Hollywood with Hollywood in movie trailers. God, Hollywood and Kanye West songs. Stop it. <laughs> God. Like, as soon as I heard that, I kind of did roll my eyes. Like, okay, <laughs> you know, just I'd rather just I, I I see the tone they're going for, and it is it is definitely a lot darker and grimmer, and you know, uh, I don't want to. I'm sorry to say say this. It's going to sound more offensive <laughs> than I want it to, but it kind of just looks a little bit the same to me, though. To be honest, kind of looks a little, no, little bit not at all. You know, I know. <laughs> Here we go. And to me, I said, "All right." And again, I need to get into the story, what it actually is. But this trailer doesn't look. It, it looks. It looks more like Batman v Superman than Justice League. But at the same time, it also, like I said, I, I need to just. I just need to see the actual film because uh, that's the only thing that's going to make a difference to me is actually seeing what is actually different. Um, so we'll see. You know, we get we get like I said, the thing I. We get uh, 
what's the name uh, playing football there? Uh, Victor, uh, Victor Ray Stone Fisher. Playing football. Yeah, Ray Fisher, Cyborg. Uh, Cyborg, yeah. yeah, which is cool. Good to see that football game that they were talking about between Gotham and Metropolis, I guess. So, but you know, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I just need to see the finished product when it's a year from now or whenever it is. So, uh, Brian. Uh, so I ranked my panels just because I was I watched every single one. Yeah. Um, I just I actually kind of I went back and rewatched a handful of them, um, and this one was kind of middle of the pack for me. I had it at, as my fifth one. Um, it was it was like good. But and it, but it wasn't bad. Um, I don't I don't know. I can't put a finger on what what about Darkseid is bugging me. His look. I don't know what it. It's not bad, but there's something that is like I'm when I see it. I'm like, what what is off? I don't know if it's maybe maybe it's just too much of the same color. Yeah, I, that's my, that's my issue. Just a big gray villain. It's a little video gamey. Like I said, I, yeah, I I I don't know. I I just when I look at it, I just don't. There's something that's just like I'm I'm. I don't know. I I literally can't put my. It's not bad. I just there's something that I like feel like needs to just like be tweaked. I don't know, but it's not. Again, it's not bad. Um, I yeah. am excited about the stuff that I saw in the trailer. Um, a lot of new stuff, a lot of cool looking things. Um, I, it's funny because I, I, I'm flat out say I hated cyborg's character in the justice league, uh, movie, the first, the one that came out. I, he literally, to me, in my opinion, almost didn't even need to be in it. Um, now I'm, I, after seeing it more intrigued by his character and kind of curious where that's going to go. Um, because as Geo said, Snyder said he's the heart of the movie. So now I'm kind of curious about that. Um, but yeah, I, I I didn't I in no way did I think it was bad. It piqued my interest, and um, I it's funny because to me, like until they make one giant cut, like that four hour one, to me, isn't it just? I mean, a mini series if you would. I mean, if it's four separate like episodes, like I'm curious how the episode ends. Like, is it just going to be like, is it just going to stop and then pick up? He'll, he'll probably, he'll probably do the, and not to this extent, but he might do the Tarantino thing where it's like part one, part two, part three, part four. No, I know. But I'm saying like, because when, when you smush it all together, are you going to, have that or are you going to like make it flow one four hours well, Brian, that's what i'm curious Brian, about. the the belief is that there will be some additional photography i mean I, I don't think you spend 60 million on just visual effects um the belief is there will be some additional photography and that'll help reshape the movie into more of a where it'll flow um, through four episodes. But when it comes together in one final cut, it'll also make sense as well. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, until I get like that one flow, they're episodes. So to me, it's, it's like a, 
a mini exclusive mini series. But then once I get that full fledged four hours, then yeah, absolutely. It's a movie. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, it was a, a lot longer of a trailer than I thought we were going to get. That's for damn sure. I mean, oh, I, it was way shorter than I thought we were going to get. Really? Oh, see, <laughs> yeah, now I, I, said, I said on the panel or when we were doing it, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if they do a Comic-Con and drop a five-minute trailer. Like, see, I if expected there's a four-hour movie, I, wa- I was expecting a five-minute trailer for a four-hour movie. Like, why not? Like, why not just do it? I get what they're doing. We still have a long way to go. I'll, I'm still expecting to get a five-minute trailer down the road. I'll, I'll say this. I I didn't mind the footage that we saw. It is clearly a 1000% different movie. Yeah. We talked about it on the on the when we were doing the panel. Just not not in the sense that like and I had mentioned this how it looks like the same settings but these characters are placed differently. I had mentioned that. How everything just kind of ticks a little differently than it did before. Um I don't have an issue with Darkseid at the moment, specifically being that this is the first time we've ever seen him and yeah. we have no context or they're still editing to be involved in all that type of stuff. So I'll wait. I'll withhold any judgment on him until we really see him in the finished product. Um, and it is a bummer that we won't get to see him on the big screen. Rather, it's going to be on our own screens. That is a little bit of a bummer. Um, the only issue I had with the trailer was the song. I didn't like the somberness of it. Uh, that was just my personal my personal opinion on it. I felt like it kind of gave like this downward feeling or like just kind of like drown out effect of the trailer because some of the footage was like really like almost epic in a way and the song didn't really fit with that like rachel she was watching us live with it and she had made a joke like the first hallelujah in the song was when jason mo was taking his shirt off that was like the most epic thing that had happened in the trailer because <laughs> the song had fit perfectly and so i would have liked to have seen like maybe a an unused on Zimmer score or something else yeah. to kind of like amp it up um, yeah. because you, you want to see the Snyder cut and you want to be like, Oh my God. Right. And I kind of echo what Brian was saying is that like going into this, the Snyder cut was the thing we were all looking forward to see walking out. It was the fourth best panel. Like it was the fourth best in my opinion. Right. For sure. Suicide squad and Batman were above it. Okay. Like for sure. Some can argue that the Wonder Woman trailer was better. And so it that's just like my feelings on it. But like I said, the footage itself, I don't mind because I know for a fact, well, I don't know for a fact, but I'm guessing that a lot of the slow motion footage probably won't be slow motion in the movie. That's a, that's a Snyder trailer thing. That's what he always does. That's just, that's an effect no, he always does. I, I'm, just saying, I, I'm just saying, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But I, I feel like there were a lot of slow motion shots in the trailer that probably won't be in the movie, but we'll see. We'll see, I guess. Um, yeah. It's going to be fun, though. I'm excited. Like, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. Uh, yeah. We get to see Superman in the black suit, right? Yes. We get to see Jason Momoa hammering down an alcoholic bottle. Like, it's just that. And we get to see Flash do his stuff in the in the Speed Force. And, and like, that, all that stuff was brand new, which is really cool. And yeah. I, I know he's... He's saying that Flash and Cyborg are completely different characters in this movie. And that's what I want to see because those are two characters that we don't get to see in movies very much. I we don't get to see those movies. And so Flash. like we see Batman, we see Superman, we see all those characters. We don't get to see Flash and Cyborg. So I hope that he really does put a bright spot on them um, because I'm looking forward to seeing that. So I, I'm definitely walking out of it saying like, okay, like I'm impressed with the trailer. I still have some, I still have some things that I'm holding back on. But at the moment, I still have a very much a positive outlook on it. 
apparently, uh, I heard Bruce Wayne is actually the one that gives him the black suit. Uh, uh, are you talking about Flash's suit or Superman's suit? Oh, I'm sorry, Superman. Superman. Superman's suit. Hmm. Interesting. Not that he makes it for him, but that he actually gives it gives it to him. It's interesting. Like, uh, that Geo, can you confirm or deny that? He gets it in the Fortress of Solitude. Yes, but Wayne. No, I heard that he, Bruce Wayne himself, actually is like here. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> pretty, interesting. Pretty that would be very interesting. That's what I heard. Huh. I, don't, I heard that on the weekend. That would be very interesting. Um, okay, let's go ahead and uh, move on to the next panel here because the Snyder Cut is still a ways away. Um, and so we'll definitely be hearing more on that. But the next one we're talking about is the Flash panel. Now, the Flash panel was the shortest out of all of them. Um, no real like interaction with anybody that was happening. It was just more of a video put together, but we did learn some cool information as for the flash. And I'll go ahead and put these new concept arts up um, while I'm talking here. We have this new look at the flash in his new suit. Uh, and I'll say this, this was said uh, uh, in the panel itself. It said this movie by opening that door, uh, the flashpoint did in the comics, all of these stories and characters can start to collide. And then Christina Hodson, who is the screenwriter for the film, actually said this cinematic multiverse is going to be born out of this movie. The uh, It's born out of Barry's story uh, with Ezra Miller himself adding, it blows our minds the levels of possibility that exist with the context of this character and this backstory. Um, really, that's all we got with the movie as far as plot points, stuff like that. There's minor things with, with Bruce Wayne and stuff, but here's a big thing that dropped along with this is this this concept art with flash and batman now if you look closely and i can't zoom in here on Streamyard, but that is michael keaton's batman batman that is the black and yellow suit with michael keaton in the background there um all but confirming that we will in fact see keaton back in the suit fighting alongside flash uh in the film along with uh what was confirmed last week being that ben affleck's bruce wayne uh and batman will in fact be in the movie as well um, it was also added that the suit that you see here for Barry Allen, the brand new suit, which is very different from justice league was actually crafted and given to Barry by Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. He's the one who made the suit. Um, and so you will see that happen in the movie as well. Um, and then another cool piece of information that was confirmed during the panel is that the flash name Ezra Miller's flash takes on the moniker of the title after meeting Grant Gustin's character in the CW universe in Crisis on Infinite Earths. So it'll be interesting to hear whether or not him say that in the movie or if it's just given to him in the movie. So I'm very interested in that aspect. Um, but Gio, I'll go back to you first on this one, man. Because uh, The Flash has, has been a lot of topic in the DCEU, obviously, in the last number of years. A lot of directors have cycled through... Um, the movie's kind of been in limbo for a long time, but it's really starting to go forward. It's officially kind of starting to happen. Uh, and we don't have too much time on this panel exactly, but just thoughts on this overall and, and everything happening. I know that we didn't touch on Batflick as well, so you can kind of give thoughts on that. Just uh, overall thoughts on the Flash panel. Um, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, there, there's it's no coincidence that before this panel, it was the multiverse panel with Walter Hamada and... Um, Greg Berlanti and company where they explain the multiverse and how they can uh, do different kind of stories without having any limitations because you don't have to worry about it connecting to this universe or timeline or whatever. Um, so with that in mind, it makes sense that this movie um, 
would adapt a certain version of Flashpoint and open up the floodgates to the multiverse. Um, as for the panel itself, it was probably the most underwhelming panel out of all of them because, and I, I think it, it wasn't entirely their fault. A few days before DC fandom, it was announced that Ben Affleck will return as Batman. And I really think that they were trying to save that. Uh, one uh, piece of evidence that points to that is the fact that um, some of the panels got removed uh, days before DC fandom. And so that kind of uh, proves that point there. Um, yeah, the concept art looks pretty badass. I mean, I can just see Caton um, kicking ass, throw that back up. turns see. around, and then you know it gets revealed that it's Michael Keaton and he still got it. Um, so that's pretty awesome. And the thing about Flash's outfit, um, I'm all for the evolution of a character's look. You know, a lot of times in comic book movies, we see the character have a very amateurish outfit. And then he gradually gets that outfit that we've known from the comics. Great example is Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Um, granted, Tony Stark gave him a suit, but when he took the suit away, he went back to the goggles and cloth and whatnot. And um, with Barry Allen, the version that we see in Justice League, it's it's very much an amateur like. It's not supposed to look cool. It's supposed to be look. It's supposed to look like it's done from a kid. So in the next movie, when he upgrades his armor and suit, it'll be a natural evolution. So, yeah, I mean, the panel, I think, was robbed of a lot of, a lot of its surprise uh, factor. But, you know, um, I still have to call it a very underwhelming panel. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll step in here and just because the Flash is is my is he actually my favorite DC hero. Um, and I still stand by the fact that I, I have yet to be sold on Ezra Miller playing the character um, of Barry Allen. And so we'll see on that on that point as far as a solo movie and how that goes. But as far as what the panels showed and what they're, they're going for, um, I like what I see so far. I, I still think it might be too early to, to go forward with a flashpoint. But with how they're going about a flashpoint, I'm cool with it. With the moves they're making, the characters they're bringing in, um, I 1,000 percent need to see keaton say i'm batman like i need him to say that line in the movie because it would be such an underwhelming uh appearance by him if he does like if ezra miller turns around he's like who are you and he goes i'm batman like i need him to say that like i just need him to say that in the movie um outside of that like i'm i'm really looking forward to seeing two batmans on screen i'm looking to see the suit upgrade because i'm not and i i get that it's definitely a rookie building suit for justice league um He's a very young character, uh, but I want to see that classic or a version of the classic Flash shoot on screen. Um, and so I'm hoping to see that. Uh, and I, I'm interested to see what they do with the multiverse thing and, and who else they bring in, because it seems like they're not done revealing characters that could possibly appear. Uh, and so that'll be very interesting down the road. Keith, you're nodding your head, man. Thoughts on the Flash panel? Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I think Oh, there's, this is just getting started. With all the people we're going to see in this film, it's, it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Geo last week definitely talked me into into the Flashpoint story <laughs> and uh, doing it at this time. I think it, it, it's going to be fun. I, I wonder, 
if uh, as far as Michael Keaton goes, I wonder if this is going to be a time travel situation, and will we will they do some de aging? Is, is he going back to 1989 or 1990? And we might that's, that, that's something we haven't thought about or talked about I at least. That's think about that's that. interesting. That's I kind of think that might be the situation, you know, because I don't. Yeah, maybe he'll be the older, you know, Batman. Maybe, but I kind of wonder. That might de-age Michael Keaton. We might we might get the the young Batman in a flash for whatever reason. It goes back in time. I have no idea what in the world will be going on in that situation, but uh, that that will be my prediction. I kind of think that's where that's going. But um, man, uh, there's so much. There's Reverse Flash. I mean. I, I, I was really kind of hoping to get a little. I, I kind of agree with Gio. Uh, it's a little underwhelming in that sense. I, I was kind of hoping we would see that. See whoever did, did they cast? Did they cast that character? The Reverse Flash. They haven't cast Reverse Flash yet, and, they, and yeah, they, they, that character needs to be on point. They need to yeah. cast that character perfectly. I wanted to see that. I wanted to see that. Uh, or if they're still going to do it, maybe they won't. You know, use that character anymore. I can't imagine not. But he's a big part of Flashpoint. But, uh, but other than that, yeah, it's exciting, man. I'm. Um, because I love the Flash too, you know. Not not quite my favorite. He's up there, probably in my top uh, four or five DC characters. So I'm a big fan of his as well. Uh, I wonder also if Grant Gustin maybe we take the chance. I, I, I wanted him. to maybe he appears in the movie, which would be really cool. Briefly, I, I kind of think maybe there's a chance. <laughs> I mean, no one thought we'd you'd see Ezra Miller on the show. That was a big surprise mm-hmm. for everyone. So I don't see why not. And certainly, if <laughs> the idea that he's getting his name from him, that's pretty funny. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. This is I'm I'm definitely turned around on this. Uh, now it's, it's like like you said, they're actually doing it, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll be a little more convinced when they start shooting <laughs> and have a trailer. But still, it seems like this one's actually it's finally getting going. So looking forward to it. It's good to see actually some tangible uh, evidence of this movie going, getting started. So. Brian, uh, yeah, I had this one as my number sixth out of eight. So I was. Oh, I agree with you. It was a little underwhelming. Um, I, I'm excited for the Keaton photo. That that was dope. I'm really hoping that that's his bat, the old fashioned his Batmobile in the background. Um, yeah. Uh, but the yeah, right back there. The only thing that scares me, and you can leave this up, Jake, with this suit, is the second I saw the suit. I immediately in my head went, oh my God, that's Green Lantern's type of suit. The Green Lantern movie where it's like the power mm-hmm. is like constantly flowing through him. Do you remember that? Well, I, I just, I think these are shots of him moving. Like this is a shot of him moving. I think this is a shot of him moving and they're just showing that, you know, the lightning is, is his thing. That that's, I, I can see the texture maybe, but I don't necessarily think that he's going to be like glowing like they will be in the in the Green Lantern movie. Flash, yeah, yeah so, he always has a trail of lightning behind him whenever he's running. So it's probably that could be. Yeah. So I mean, uh, as long as any any movie stays far away from this, what Green Lantern did, that's fine. But um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you that if those things wouldn't have been spoiled, I bet you it would have been like. Yeah, probably one of the most talked about things, but um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, f- I feel like I didn't learn too much, so that's why I have it 
kind of on the lower end. There's still there's still a lot to a lot to learn from this movie. There's yeah. still a long way to go for this movie. So um okay, so let's get into our next panel here. And this is gonna wrap up the first part of this real quick. And this is gonna be a very short one. The Shazam panel. Um nothing nothing really happened from this panel. Um we just learned that the the official name for the sequel is officially Shazam Fury of the Gods. Um, and they had a little bit of joking around with that as far as like what that means and why were the, why are the gods going to be pissed off and that kind of stuff. Um, and so there's going to be a lot more to learn about that. Uh, nothing has been shot or anything like that. The other information that we learned about this is that the supporting cast from the first one is back. And that includes the Shazam family because both Megan Good and, and Adam Brody were both on the panel. Um, and, and they the play girl. the... That, say it again. And the little girl, I forgot. Her well, name. no, I'm I'm saying the older versions of the of the kids. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They they play the older they play two of the older versions of the kids, and that all but confirms that we're going to be seeing the Shazam family back with Zachary Levi um, in spurts, of course, uh, with the rest of the cast. And so, just quick thoughts on the title and and that happening. How are you looking forward to Shazam two? G, I'll go back to you on this one. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Shazam two. I think uh, the movie. Even though it wasn't my favorite, it still had a lot of heart to it. And um, for me, that's a plus. I still don't know what Fury of the Gods means. Um, and more importantly, I don't know if Sinbad's going to be in the movie or not. Because some, <laughs> people were, some people were telling me that that was just a joke that um, they ran with. Because apparently uh, Sinbad had another movie out. Correct me if I'm wrong, Keith. It was called Shaz Shazam. Are you talking yeah, about right. Sinbad the comedian? The comedian yeah. Sinbad? I think, yeah. yeah. Wasn't it Kazam? Because yeah. no, I think he had a movie no, called Shazam. Kazam. Kazam oh yeah. Shax was Kazam. That was it. Right. But uh <laughs> actually, Keith, were you on that panel or with us no. on that panel? You weren't? No, I didn't know. No, I didn't sit in on that one. Yeah, Sinbad <laughs> popped up and I'm like, what? I like out of there, really? there's a movie so called random. Shazam. It's spelled S-H-A-Z-A-A-M, and he plays yeah. a genie. And his name yeah. is Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, but when uh they, they did a concept art of the poster, he was on it. He yeah. was on the panel. Yeah. So I'm just like, is he in the movie or not? That's hilarious if he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, other than that, I mean, yeah, it'll be cool to see them all back together again. I, I still don't know how I feel about the the whole, like, more than one Shazam. You know, there's like six all of a sudden. Um, but, you know, maybe that's just, uh, you know, Black Adam when, when he gets there and starts wiping them out. Who knows? Well, he's technically part of that family. He's the seventh of he's the seventh member. Nah, see, I, I heard that uh, Taki Tani was actually uh, rumored to be the seventh member. Um, well, there is a there is someone else who picks it up, but uh, Black Adam was given the power long, long, long ago. Yeah, right. And he, and he and he was the and he's the final member of that actual family. But it ends he's up being eight at one point. Yeah, he's the original, and the power actually was never taken away. Yeah, they just threw him in the. Um, they imprisoned him in some in some. What's the what's it called? The yeah, one I don't, that we don't we don't have time we don't have time to. The do one that it. Superman yeah. throws him in to get the, the, Phantom, the Phantom Zone. Oh, the Phantom yes, Zone. that's that's sort of like the. Yeah. Um, mm. but yeah, this one, I 
I this this was my second to least favorite one. Uh, although someone did put in our Apocalypse comments that they theorize that the fury of the gods is going to revolve around each person's different power, and that god is pissed off at them. Which that could be kind of cool because you know how each kid has a different like yeah one one runs fast one does this and this so it might they think that their theory was that it's gonna those gods are gonna somehow tie into the character which could be kind of cool so uh keith hmm. any thoughts on this one before we move on uh looks like fun uh yeah i, I wonder if they're gonna do because the kids are it's gonna be a few years now by the time uh we get to the kids again so i wonder i hope i hope they don't try to de-age them like i just a couple weeks ago now about a month ago i watched it chapter two and i noticed they they try to de-age the kids and that to make them look like it was the same from three four years ago or whatever when they shot that and eh, it didn't look great so i hope they don't do this i hope it just picks up maybe just a couple years later everybody's a little bit older it's okay let <laughs> kids age a little bit but other than that uh yeah, i love shazam i probably seems like i might have liked it more than i guess the rest of the rest of the rest of the crew but um so i'm yeah looking forward to it yeah i'm curious like fury of the gods i don't know why they ended with that weird post-credit thing with the worm guy which i don't want to see but i'm just i don't i, I don't know it mr mind or mastermind it, yeah yeah i don't i don't really care for that and i was i hope I hope there is more of a black adam tie-in than uh what they've revealed but we'll see see to me that i know we're moving on but to me this in my opinion I felt that they were moving farther away from Black Adam after this, like almost so? kind of dist distancing it a little bit. I th I think that they're separating Shazam and Black Adam, and they're putting Black Adam and Superman on a on a collision course. I think I that's their goal. It. I think that's their goal, which will include Shazam, obviously. But I think they're going to keep it away from the Shazam franchise and bring Shazam into that rather than bringing them into Shazam. Yeah, I yeah, agree. maybe. Maybe, we'll see. We'll see. Up to fight Black Adam at, at some point. So. Yeah, anyway. very, very, yeah, very, very true. Um, okay, Gio, why don't you tell them a little bit about some uh, Apocalyx swag before we move on, man? Absolutely. Much like this shirt that I'm wearing, you guys can go to tpublic.com where you can find a lot of our merchandise, T-shirts from every show that we do here, Nerd Nation, Cast and Table, Padwan, even uh, funny moments like disturbing in a good way. Obi-Wan smashing Kenobi, whatever that means. <laughs> and uh, also uh, spinoff shows, shows from that we all do on our own. That's like the uh, Off the Grid, a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers podcast, A Certain Point of View, if you guys are fans of the Schmodown, Bartley and Barnes, First Round Fantasy for all you football fans out there. Yep, there you go, Keith. And, of course, the the DC Enthusiast podcast if you love yes. DC movies. But go to www.tpublic.com slash user slash movies and support the channel. And we really do appreciate it. If you happen to buy a shirt, share it on social media, and we'll show you love. 100%. Yes, show us. Show us some love on, uh, on on social media. We'd love to see you guys in any kind of uh, Apocalyx swag. So um, get that, uh, gotta get that DC shirt, man. I love it. Like that DC. Good DC job, shirt. Jake. Gotta get yeah. You're welcome, man. You're welcome, man. <laughs> I I wish I I and I'm not I'm not giving any crap. 
Oh, here I we wish, go. Goodbye. I wish. Goodbye. I would have loved to have seen. I would have loved to have seen Gio's reaction without actually seeing it on T Public. And like I told Brian, it's a hundred percent on me. I didn't deactivate <laughs> the shirt before the plug, and that's that's my fault. Um, and so, uh, but I, I am I'm glad that you enjoy it. So uh, glad yeah, that we're um, okay, let's go ahead and move on to our next panel, guys. And this is uh, by far the biggest one we have. Yes, everyone in the chat, everyone watching live replay, we're talking about this bad boy, the Batman. Matt Reeves is the Batman starring Robert Pattinson. Um, here's a look, and I, I apologize if the image is a little too dark for you. That's just the uh, that's the look in the trailer. I didn't want to edit it. I wanted to give you the full, the full actual look of it. And then here's an actual still of him as Bruce Wayne as well. Um, And so uh, we got an official trailer, gentlemen. We got an official trailer here. uh, A wealth of footage from this movie. They still have a ways to go as far as uh, filming. But uh, Matt Reeves was able to put something together. um, And we learned a lot of information at the same time because the panel was very long. Matt Reeves was talking for a very long time. And he revealed a lot of tidbits. uh, Too much for us to cover here. Um, I will say that if you're interested in that, just go ahead and search online like DC Phantom, the Batman, and there's going to be a news outlet out there that's going to be covering all of this. And uh, you'll be watch able to read out. Yeah, watch our reaction. And you'll be able to listen to Matt Reeves' comments there. But if you want to read it in, in actual word format, and you can search it and you can go read all those comments because there's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, the biggest thing that we can talk about outside of the trailer is that this is set in year two of Batman. Um, he's officially in his second year in the suit. Uh, but let's let's dive into this trailer, gentlemen, because look, I mean, we've we've heard a lot about this movie uh, up to this point, right? What it's going to show, what it's going to feel like, what it's going to be like. Um, and the trailer, uh, no matter what you were expecting, I, I'm not going to believe anybody who says, oh, yeah, that's the movie I'm expecting because nobody was expecting this type of movie. Nobody at all. The trailer is an anomaly. It is brilliant. It is brutal. It is violent. It is exactly what you want from a Batman character. Um, outside of the the, the sheer bu- brutality of Matt Reeves' Batman, the biggest mm-hmm. thing I can take away from this is that we are finally, finally, after all of the iterations of this character, we are finally seeing the detective Batman. We are seeing the actual detective Batman. And the biggest... Uh, piece of evidence to that is that in the trailer he is actually at crime scenes he is actually at crime scenes with police officers involved in all of this stuff and to me that is like an overwhelming positive success i don't care what you show me i am so hyped for this movie i'm so pumped for it i think robert pattinson fits the build perfectly for the character and i cannot wait to see this movie keith i'm going to you first on this one man thoughts on the batman <sighs> Uh, <laughs> he's back, he's back finally. Uh, listen, um, first of all, as always, people are God, people, people. I don't know what to do with you. Not you guys. Uh, people still complaining about Robert Pattinson. I'm saying like, uh, oh, he's emo. He's emo. Uh, what, what, what's his name? Uh, the vampire. Uh, whatever. The what's that called? The Twilight. Uh, emo. Batman. Oh, Ed, yeah, Edward. Edward. Yeah. Uh, Edward, that was his name. That's right, Edward. Yeah, Cullen or whatever. Yeah, shut up. No, he's listen. <laughs> he looks great. I like the eye. I like the eye makeup. You know, it's kind of yeah, uh, yeah. Sort of, sort of like, sort of like the Green Arrow on the TV show where he wears the the eye uh, stuff instead of the mask. Um, <clears throat> I mean, he eventually went to the mask, which I didn't like, but uh, I like that. Um, yeah, I like the detective stuff. 
You know, uh, he, he's talked about that. That's one of the first things he said. Uh, uh, the director uh, that that was yep. going to be one of the biggest things he was he wanted to do was get back to the detective stuff, which is awesome, which I love. Uh, this really is looking more and more, and we uh, a lot of people speculated about it, but it's really looking like Long Halloween, um, which is great. Um, that's a great story. Um, it's I guess. Like that is the voiceover. I mean, it is that Paul Dano. Do we know that for sure? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, okay. yeah, it's different characters okay. that, but mainly Paul Dano. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I wonder if he's like if it's a version of Long Halloween where he's the killer instead of not to. I don't want to spoil that, but if anybody hasn't read it, but um, uh, yeah, agree. I still have totally Brian. Yeah. Yes, you do. Oh, do you? Okay. Oh, I know. Oh, wow, yeah. you have that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's all. He uh, told me he was the one that told me to buy it, and he still hasn't. <laughs> you have it? Did you read it? Have you read it? I, I haven't I, read it yet. Brian has. I haven't yet. Oh, it's I so read good. It oh man, you got I couldn't put it down. Right. Was that? Yeah, it's 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 really good. I remember reading it at back in back in high school, or maybe a little bit after high school, whatever. But anyway, uh, but yeah, it looks great. I'm so happy to see Jeffrey Wright as a uh, commissioner Gordon. Uh, I, I really love that, and yeah, the the idea of him walking in with a, working with the police, and we talked about it, you know, in our reaction. I mean, it's there's times he's kind of like Spider Man in that sense, where some there's police that are on his side that are with him, and there's sometimes there's police that are like, as soon as they see him, they're gonna they're, they want to go after him. Um, it's, I'd love to see him towing that line. I'm curious about more of the Bruce Wayne stuff, though. What kind of Bruce Wayne is he? Because he's if he's in year two. Of being Batman, like he's still trying to toe that line as well. Like, what's he doing as super, you know, billionaire, famous guy, Bruce Wayne? Like, how is he? How's his relationship with the city, with the authorities, in that sense? And does Gordon know? Does Gordon know who he is? Um, there's a few storylines. I think, I think maybe I might be. I'm probably wrong. There, people will correct me. I think maybe in year one, that Commissioner Gordon might actually know. Yes, uh, I don't know 100, but. Uh, there's there's versions of it where he actually knows, and that would be interesting if if they actually have a working relationship. So I'd be curious to see that. So um, Zoe South, I mean Zoe Kravitz as uh, uh, Selena Kyle, Selena Kyle, awesome. Catwoman. Yeah. yeah, can't wait to see that man. And just that oh, looks great, man. Did they, did we catch Colin Farrell at all? I, I, everything went so fast. Oh, he, you haven't seen? Whoa, he? okay. No, no, no. So don't say so. Don't say anything. I'll pull the screenshot up. I'll pull the screenshot I, up, but so we can. I'll I'll show you here in a second. I'll find it. If okay, if it's what I think it is, and I'm I'm like, oh my god, was that really him? I couldn't tell. I kept unrecognizable. Yeah, me, yeah. Okay, I, I kept looking at it like, was that actually him? Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying it was fantastic. It was my second favorite one. Oh, you uh, you were loving it, man. You were yeah yeah. You it, were I absolutely freaking love the very end of the trailer with the logo coming up, how it does that. Yeah, the logo's cool. The logo was amazing. I'm probably for sure getting that on a shirt. Um, (laughs) And, but yeah, it was fantastic. I cannot wait to see how how this turns out. So excited. Uh, Gio. Yeah, um, I agree with all you guys um, on everything that you guys have said. I was very impressed that out of the 25-minute panel, Matt Reeves was talking for 22 minutes of it, and you could not keep your eyes off it. Like you were, you were in, and just 
you know, a believer of his vision, his approach right. to this movie, what he wants to do with the Batman character, not just over one movie, but over uh, three different movies and not just the Batman character, but also the villains. Um, he stated that this will very much be an origin of sorts for the rogues gallery that you're used to seeing. I mean, this it's evident in the trailer. The Riddler that we saw is not the Riddler I was expecting. I mean, he has goggles, like uh, a green jacket, uh, gloves and whatnot. And I was like, whoa, is that is that Paul Dano? And yeah, it is Paul Dano. Wow. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, impressed. So we're going to see, again, evolution of, you know, characters throughout this uh, trilogy. But for the trailer itself, I mean, wow. Like, I don't that. I don't know that um, Nirvana song. What, what's it called? The one oh, that hold on something come your way or whatever. But um, that was very well done, very well yeah. to be you know used. Um, something in the way. What? Hmm. Something in the way. Yeah, great song. First time I ever heard it. But um, <laughs> you know, it was just very impressive given the twenty five percent. That they've you know shot yeah. I and mean, that's it's not a lot for the movie and given that you know the movie comes out in october so 14 months away like it's going to be a while till we get another trailer but we're going to be watching this one so much throughout the night oh, i forgot to say also the scene that he beats the person yeah i was just going to bring that up oh my god amazing absolutely amazing it's just Everything about it was truly just absolutely mm -hmm. magnificent. It blew expectations out of the water for me. Um, Sorry, just, I didn't I mean, to interrupt you, Gio. No, no, you're fine. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. And and like Jeffrey Wright, and like there's so many intriguing scenes about it too. Like the the moment where he's in the precinct and all the cops are going after him, he's going after a cop. Like what the hell is going on there? Like I'm just so interested about everything that is happening. And you guys know how I feel about Matt Reeves. Obviously, with the Planet of the Apes movies, I think he's one of the most brilliant directors out there. And so I'm so excited to see him take on this character. Uh, Keith, going back to Colin Farrell, um, here, is, here is what he looks like in the movie. This is Colin Farrell. That is yeah, that okay. is Colin Farrell. Like, how is that so Colin so Farrell? Out. That is insane. Yeah, like, we were, me and Kevin and I were looking like, was that? Is that the Riddler? Is that Colin Farrell? Like I couldn't. That is. Like, that is. And I. I also love the line in the movie. His is one line where he says, "This guy's crazy." Like crazy, it's so yeah, yeah. perfect. It's so perfect for this type of character. I can't yeah. wait. Um, before we move on, I know Anthony uh, Manzano had a question earlier, and he just put it in the chat again. Thank you, Anthony. Um, he says, "Do you guys do you think the Batman movie with Matt Reeves is directing can be pulled off with R rating?" Or is PG-13 perfectly fine? Yes. Um, I'll say this just quickly. I think PG-13 is perfectly fine because they toe the line all the time. PG-13 yeah. is not what it used to be. It is so close to our rating without the blood. You can easily get away with this movie being as just as violent as an R-rated film just without the blood and the bone breaking and stuff like that. So you can definitely get away with it. You just don't like the sound of the blue. Well, no. I mean, yeah. I agree with Jake. You definitely could. But... This movie has not taken place in the main uh, continuity timeline. This is its own separate thing. Walter Hamada himself confirmed that. And just looking at the trailer, the blood on the duct tape, like that totally calls for R rating. 
Like it's and, not uh, R-rated, Geo. No way you're gonna give an R-rated Batman is. movie. They come on. Yeah, why not? No, I actually no. kind of agree with Geo. You can do if, just as here's the thing. Here's the thing. If, if if the difference between a PG-13 and an R rating is a couple of F words, then no, by all means, don't. But That's if you're able to to really show that you know, like like you said, Jake Toe in the line, and you know the the darkness and the corruption. And like someone said in the comments, uh, Riddler very Jack Ripper, very Seven like. Go for it. We've it's already been proven that these already movies can make a billion dollars, and not only a billion dollars, but apparently win Oscars as well. Joker clearly is the most recent example, so it can work. They'll probably go PG thirteen, but if they go R rating, I don't see the problem. It just it doesn't affect the main timeline. That's the whole beauty of the multiverse. And then when it comes out on HBO Max later, you can do a PG-13 viewing or format. So, I don't know. Uh, listen, it, it's it's the wrong. We're taking the wrong lessons from Deadpool. Like everybody's like, let's make everything <laughs> R-rated, and that, like it doesn't need to be. Look, I I don't disagree with you, but you can do all that and it still be PG-13. Like if it, as long as the the violence, and the action, and stuff needs to serve the story. The story doesn't need to be placed just so we can make it R-rated and have all, like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if the story calls for that and the board sees it and goes, if this needs to be R-rated, so be it. But if they're specifically going for that, then I would disagree with that. I, I, would, I don't think that would be necessary. Um, you know, um, okay, I'll, I'll, needs to be R-rated, but Batman doesn't necessarily need to be. <laughs> uh, I'll step in because we do have to move on, guys. We got a couple panels yes. left here uh, and a big one. Um, the next one on the list is uh, the most surprising of the bunch and probably number one for many of us, and that is the Suicide Squad. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. And I'll go ahead and throw this screenshot up right here. We got our first official look at The Suicide Squad, the rambunctious uh, crew that he has put together of characters that are just unlike any we've ever seen. We got... Obviously, the staples in Harley Quinn and Joel Kinnaman's Rick Flag. Um, you can see Captain Boomerang in there, the Returners. But then we get characters like uh, the the douchey Captain America, and you see you see uh, Peacemaker. Yeah, you see Peacemaker yeah. in there. You uh, yeah. uh, you know Javelin uh, TDK TDK the detachable kid. I think is played by Nathan uh, Fillion. You have is that um, what his thing is? Yeah, it's the, yeah, so he can pull his limbs off, which is one of the things he oh, does. Um, Polka Dot Man is in there. I mean, there's oh, so many characters uh, that, that we get. In, and we obviously got the behind-the-scenes footage, too, um, which before the Batman trailer was the highlight of the entire day for me. Uh, it was brilliant. Uh, it's exactly what a James Gunn movie should have been. And I'll say this, too. I'll just This is real quick from producer Peter Safran. He shared this. He said, this one is completely unique. This is a gritty 1970s war movie combined with the brilliance of James Gunn's characters and comedy. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I got that from the featurette perfectly. That's exactly yeah. what I got from the footage we saw, and I cannot wait to see this movie. Geo, thoughts? I completely agree with you. This movie looks insane. And this is our, this, this needs to be R-rated. This needs to be I R-rated. I think it doesn't. I th- it has to be. I don't understand you guys. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. You know, the, the B-roll footage, it just, what did it show? Explosions, gunfires, bazookas, you know, actors, 
you know, saying don't get attached to these characters, you know, which is what you what you want to hear from a Suicide Squad movie. You know, they're meant to die. <laughs> they're not. Oh, sorry. They're they're not meant to survive the missions that they go on. Okay, that just uh, that's who Amanda Waller is. You know, she does not care. Um, and the uh, Mute, 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 mute. There you, there you go. go. Who muted me? You, you muted yourself, buddy. Mm-mm. Anyways, um, Jake, we were raving about Rick Flagg's outfit, dude. How oh, sick. dude. Well, the the comic accurate, yes, like you uh, uniforms is what's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needs to put on a little bit more muscle, but I mean that's. Other than that, um, yeah, the outfits look great. I'm a believer in James Gunn. Uh, I still laugh at just the the circumstances it took for him to make this movie. Like, if you guys are aware of that, like, it's just it, it's crazy what what can happen. You know, um, definitely looking forward to this. Bring on the trailer, uh, Keith. Looks great. Looks great. This is my probably thing. Uh, it's just very close second with uh, the Batman. <laughs> I'm most excited about man. Uh, yeah, I was so excited about James Gunn directing this film, and yeah, definitely get that war film since he talked about a little bit of Dirty Dozen or not Dirty Dozen. Yeah, uh, uh, is it Dirty Dozen? Whatever. That one movie with Jim Brown where they're escaping from prison or whatever. Great. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, definitely get that feel. Uh, is it Dirty Dozen? Yeah. I think I'm so. Mixing, yeah. I'm mixing up something else but <laughs> but uh yeah definitely get that feel um this is what like suicide squad should be like that third dozen kind of usual suspects kind of kind of feel where everybody's kind of bad you know some people are a little worse than others but uh i kind of get the sense that any of these characters and maybe even harley quinn like any of them could die to be honest uh i doubt it with her but you never know never know you know i think you know we got her her spin off her spin off film earlier this year and don't really know and i didn't do as well as i'd hoped so who knows but uh yeah who, who did we say who's Idris, Idris Elba again what's his name what's his, what's his character's name again blood uh, blood, blood sport blood, blood sport yeah was yeah. it blood sport yes blood sport yeah so <laughs> which is cool uh Polka Dot Man, like I can't believe they're doing that. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm so Amazing. excited for Polka Dot Man. Silly character. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, who's uh, Pete uh, Davidson? Uh, Black. Blackguard. Oh, okay. 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 I was curious about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, just I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the music. Um, yes. Yeah. In this movie and uh yeah this just this just looks like madness man i can't wait brian uh this is my number one i'm so excited for this it's going to be so just an absolute ish show and i cannot wait i can't believe they're even using a cgi character weasel like it he's just <laughs> it it's going to be crazy. I honestly actually think I kind of figured out the story, but I'm not going to, I'll save it for another time. And also I uh, give me King shark. I cannot <laughs> wait to see King shark. I think he's going to 
steal this movie. I, I really do. And well, cause uh, he's probably going to be voiced by Taika. Yeah, yeah. Well that too, but I, they kind <laughs> of almost look like they're geo, you know, cause you watched the Harley Quinn animated show. I think they're honestly, mm -hmm. if they go after that type of King shark, people are going to love him, love him. But, uh, I cannot wait for this. I, I almost liked this showing better than a trailer honestly it was oh, I, I i will take behind the scenes footage every time yeah I'll take behind it, the scenes footage every time yeah it's just it was funny to me i saw a comment that said uh it's funny how suicide squad put out a b-roll uh thing with 100 percent of the movie shot but batman put out a full trailer with 25 percent of the movie shot so it's fine. so true but it's fine i cannot wait i cannot wait uh, also, a little cool thing here too. They released a couple posters. This is one of the favorites. This, this poster that. is just brilliant. Poster is just that. absolutely brilliant. I mean, you get all the names here: Rick Flag, Polka Dot Man, King Shark, uh, Sasoria, Javelin, Finker, Amanda Waller, Bloodsport, uh, Ratcher, uh, Ratcatcher Two, Mongol oh, Peacemaker, Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, uh, Savant played by Michael Rooker, Weasel played by Sean Gunn. I mean. Uh, TDK is Nathan Fillion. I mean, the, and you can see, look, look at his arms. You can see I was inside of his arm with the yeah. TDK. Um, he could detach his limbs, which is the big thing there. Um, so th this is just going to be rambunctious group of crazy heads and headed by someone like James Gunn. I mean, my goodness. So uh, it's definitely going to be a fun ride. Um, before we move on, Gio, why don't you uh, uh, tell everybody who's watching uh, about how they can find us on audio, sir? Absolutely. We're not only doing videos on YouTube, but if you're on the go, you can listen to us uh, via podcasts and uh, places, platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. We encourage you guys not only to listen to us, but subscribe and interact with us as well. Um, whether you're commenting, rating, those kind of things do give us exposure and puts us out there for others to discover. So when you do listen to us, we'd appreciate you if you just go a little bit more and uh, definitely do those things. And uh, we very much appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, let's go ahead and uh, move on to the final three panels here. Um, and we are going to have to move a little quicker on these ones, gentlemen. Uh, and the first one is going to be the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer. Uh, we did most of our discussion on the uh, breakdown on Saturday, but we can kind of give our thoughts here as well. Uh, I'll start. I thought it was an incredible showing for the trailer. We get our first official look at Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, and I put it up on Twitter. I thought she looked way better than I was expecting. Um, and here's a few screenshots. So here we see her actually with the lasso going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Wonder Woman herself. And then this shot, which I apologize is blurry, but in the moment with movement, you can't really see. That is her as Cheetah. Uh, that is the look. Um, that is the look of Cheetah in this movie, which is just going to be absolutely badass. We get to see some footage of them fighting. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm very excited. I thought the trailer was awesome. I thought it looked great, and uh, I'm very, very excited uh, for what 19 or what 1984 is going to bring to the table for whenever we do see it. Uh, Brian, thoughts on this one? Yeah, very excited. This was my number three. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't want to see any more. Personally, I don't need to see any more. I agree. I, I don't want to see any more until this movie comes out. I, I've seen enough. I'm happy, ready to go. 
Still love the song better in the first one because that song is just epic. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I no more. I'm good. Just give me the movie when I can. Uh, let's go, Geo. Yeah, definitely agree with what you said, Jake. I want to see the Amazonian Olympics uh, again. They teased that, and, and apparently that's the opening of the film. Makes but, sense. I I I I read that that's going to be the opening of the movie. Probably a flashback. Well, obviously she's not that old. No, I know, but I meant like she's probably going to be <laughs> sitting there reminiscing. Smart ass. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, no, it's going to be uh, fantastic. Currently, <laughs> Brian, you walked right into it, man. You walked right into it. She's gonna smart she's, ass. She's gonna wake up. It'll be like Tom Hanks and Big. She's gonna wake up and be a little kid again and go back to Temascara <laughs> and be in the uh, Gio, go, continue, man. Continue. Well, no, the only other thing I'll say is uh, I thought the panel had probably the best moment of DC fandom, and that was Linda Carter. Linda Carter talking about you know how her daughter finally understands yeah. the Wonder Woman character and uh, yeah. what it, what that character means mm. to a lot of people, and um, how uh, her saying that um, means so much to the cast and crew, especially Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot. Because you know they look up to her, you know they they love her, they love the original Wonder Woman, and for her to say that about them and the, the work that they're doing, um, for me was probably the best moment of DC fan. Nice, uh, Keith. You weren't on the panel, uh, neither was I. But thoughts on this trailer, man? Yes, love it, love it, man. I kind of I'm, I'm I'm agree with Brian, man. I don't really I don't want to do two more, man. We're supposed to. Obviously, we're supposed to already have this movie two months ago or whatever, a month ago or whatever it was. But uh, yeah, I don't don't need to see any more. But it was cool to actually see the yeah in action. Um, <clears throat> I think that jet is going to be invisible. Yes. Uh, yes. Somehow, kind <laughs> of uh, maybe some kind of yeah, man. I, I, as soon as they, as soon as they mentioned like oh I forgot to tell you about radar it's like oh okay well they're gonna make she's gonna make it invisible somehow yeah. um, <clears throat> but uh yeah man cool flashback scenes I didn't get I didn't catch uh um uh, her aunt uh what's her name again I'm sorry I keep well, like um, names uh General Antio uh, yeah what's her name I'm sorry. Robin Wright? Robin Wright. Robin Wright. Robin Wright. Robin Wright. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Robin Wright. Yeah, I didn't catch her. Did anyone see her at all? I don't think I remember seeing her. Uh, She's supposed to be in this, right? She'll probably be in that Olympics. She'll probably be in that Olympics. Yeah, they're probably keeping her off because she probably doesn't have a lot of footage. That's why. She what? Geo, or not Geo. Keith, she was, Robin Wright was in a later panel with all of them. So. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, because well, yeah, she was awesome, man. I wish they hadn't killed her character off. I really, I really like her. But, uh, yeah, yeah, she was really cool. Um, yeah, I, again, <laughs> uh, uh, Maxwell Lord looking shiny and glossy and uh, golden. <laughs> uh, I wonder. I, I don't. I'm still curious about uh, Chris Pine, Steve Trevor, man. I, I, I don't. I wonder what's going on there, man. If is he real? Is he really real, or is it? Uh, 
I just can't wait to see what's what's going on with he's that story. Real. I don't I don't know. I don't know what's happening there, but I don't know. I, I mean, know. he's he's know, he's man. flying the plane. How can he like not be real? Uh, listen, he's saying, "Hey, people, I can give you whatever you want." You know, just so what if that's just a thing she wants, and then what if it's just not really like reality? Like he's there, but he could be some kind of manifestation of just something, just something that she so, wants, right? Like she wants to see him again, or I don't know. In the first trailer. They they show Maxwell Lord <laughs> holding this uh, device, and um, it looks like it's supposed to um, grant you whatever you want. And we hear in the second trailer, right. Kristen Wiig say, "I want to be an apex predator." Well, <laughs> there you're a cheetah now, uh, and Gal Gadot or oh, yeah. Diana, she's looked staring at the at the plane wondering what she wants and obviously the answer is uh steve trevor back and so i'm curious though well no they're not going to do that i mean you can't kill him off twice because i was going to say i'm curious if he survives in this movie and what but that's why i don't know that he's He's what if he just goes away like what if she he's gonna come back because of him and then at the very end go away as a he has he has to do this or something and gone. He's gonna crash the plane and freeze no. her and then wake up in present. <laughs> this is the last time you'll see Chris Pine. Calling it now. I yeah, kind of think so. We'll see. So. We, we oh. will see. Let's go ahead and move on, though, gentlemen. Um, we got the next panel to talk about, which is going to be a quick one, which is the Aquaman panel. Not a whole Skip lot it. happened here. Uh, we did it. get a few little details on this one, and that is. Uh, that James Wan was joined by Patrick Wilson on the panel and confirming that Ocean Master will be back for the sequel, which is uh, really, really good news because he's a a great character and he was just a great part of the first movie. Um, But the biggest takeaway from this panel is that Wan said himself, the second one is going to be a little different uh, or a little bit more serious, excuse me, a little bit more relevant to the world we're living in today. That's where it wants to go. Now, uh, I'll just say this quickly because we I want to be able to make sure we get to the next one because um, we are running out of time. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that comment. I'll be honest. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it because I like the first Aquaman for what it is. Um, I don't want it to become too serious. I don't want it to take itself too serious because these movies are supposed to live in the vein of the first one. Um, now I'm never going to doubt what James Wan does, obviously, and maybe it's not to the extent that we're thinking it is, but I will just say that for the moment, um, I'm a little, I I'm just thrown back by the comment because I want the first one in a different way. I want that tone. I want that kind of feeling to it. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. There's still a long way till we get this movie, but, uh, definitely interesting. Geo thoughts on this. Um, it makes sense. I mean, the first movie is usually about establishing the character in the world, um, right? And the second movie is when you can begin to um, build on that and prevent more or present more serious ideas. You know, we saw that in Spider-Man 2, uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Thor, the Dark World, um, so on and so forth. I have no doubt that Captain Marvel 2 will be in, in um, that same way as well. Um, but yeah, like you said, it remains to be seen. It's a ways off. I mean, we kind of didn't really learn anything, honestly, about this panel. Um, so yeah, not much more to say. Uh, Brian. Uh, yeah, this panel was pointless. 
personally, in my opinion, that honestly didn't really even need to be done. Um, it, it didn't really tell us anything, in my opinion, uh, that we needed to know or really want to know. Um, I think his seriousness is just in the vein of he's not going to play Pitbull songs when they're jumping out of a plane in the middle of the desert. Like, I think that's stuff like that. I'm Jason Momoa is always going to have his jokiness. That's part of his little stick. But I, I get, I bet you the story is what's going to be more serious. Like I fully anticipate Nicole Kidman's character dying and something like, Oh, like that tone of seriousness. But as far as the panel though goes, it was to me, utterly pointless. Keith. Yeah, Brian, you, you hit it right on. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think you're still going to have uh, uh, Jason Momoa playing the character relatively the same. Um, maybe just, just some higher stakes. And I know that, like it's a big old battle going on under the ocean. Like it was high stakes in the first one, but it may be something more more serious that you know uh, he's got to take. Uh, he's got the movie ended with him kind of being like he's the new leader he's people this whole uh, kingdom that doesn't really doesn't know him at all uh you know so he's got to assume that responsibility and maybe that kind of thing you know just he just his growth the new leader of of uh, atlantis uh, and whatever uh i don't know whatever the rascals come that way that i think i think we'll maybe some higher stakes for the character uh and for his friends and uh hopefully yeah like you said less <laughs> <laughs> Pitbull songs and all that kind of stuff. Less of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and maybe a little more. Geo, you all those movies you mentioned, that's that's exactly exactly right. I think it's a good very good point. Uh, kind of a like a winter soldier type of thing where uh just just higher stakes for the for the character. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I know the panel didn't really give us much, you know. I'm just this one's probably go ways away, right? I mean I don't think twenty twenty two maybe at least or I don't know. Uh so but we'll see. But this more great. So long right. he's, as long as he's Apple man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and move on to the final panel of the show here. Uh, not the final panel of Saturday, but um, the last one we're going to be talking about, and that is the Black Adam panel. Now, uh, there was actually a lot yeah. more dropped for this panel than expected. Um, and Dwayne Johnson was really the only one involved in this. He did bring Noah Centineo in. Um, for a brief appearance, uh, who is playing uh, Adam Smasher in the film. Uh, at this point, those are the only two characters that we knew were appearing. And I'll go ahead and throw some concept art while I'm throwing. These were all revealed in a nice little video as Dwayne Johnson was uh, narrating the video, kind of uh, earning a little bit of backstory about the character, where he's from, that type of stuff. Uh, nice little cool piece we got here of the character. Um and tease that he's been he's been in prison for five thousand years, which is obviously going to piss the guy off a lot. Uh, but the biggest reveals for this uh, this panel, this movie, is that the Justice Society of America is appearing, and the confirmed characters yeah. are Hawkman, Doctor Fate, Cyclone, and Adam Smasher, who is played by Noah Centineo. So. Um, very, very, and then there's this cool little shot here of him flying off with the uh, Justice Society of America back down there as well. Um, pretty crazy, guys. Pretty crazy. I mean, we didn't really know what where Black Adam was going at this point. Um, 
you know, what kind of story it was going to tell. We obviously know the, the history between Black Adam and Shazam, but the fact that they're introducing the Justice Society of America, that they're introducing characters like Hawkman and Dr. Fate, which is huge. Um, this movie could be a lot bigger than we were expecting. It, it has definitely jumped up my radar on DC movies. I'll say that much, uh, especially going off of not having too much at this point. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I'm definitely surprised with how much we learned on this one. Brian, uh, thoughts on Black Adam and uh, everything that we learned on Saturday? Uh, I'm, <laughs> it, uh, yes, I'm very much more excited. I still don't think uh, Superman's going to have a big enough or big role in this movie. I think they'll save him for two. Um, to be honest, the thing I'm most excited about is seeing Hawkman. <laughs> like, I, Boom. I, I love that character. He's always been one of my favorites I, just because he's such a badass looking character and he carries that club around. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. I personally don't think they're doing Justice Society of America as much as they're doing just like a Justice Society. Because I don't, I, I mean, unless those characters are coming from America to where Black Adam's country is, Kundar, is it Kundar? Something. Yeah, like but that? that doesn't mean he's gonna. That doesn't mean he's gonna be there. He might be in America. Well, I would imagine he wants to go take back what's his. So yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm much more anticipated. The whole Keith, the whole entire time, I was just laughing and waiting for Kevin Hart to show up because of what you said. But uh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Geo thoughts. Kevin Hart's gonna be. Uh, oh, okay. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead, Keith. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, was, yeah. Kevin Hart's gonna be Hawkman. Uh, that's the they held that back. <laughs> um, that but, uh, I, I was so mad. <laughs> uh, Geo thoughts on this one, man. Oh, uh, so wait a minute, hey, guys. Answer a question. So is Black Adam facing the Justice Society? Yes. Okay. Okay. He's going yeah, up against them. So he's going to whip their ass pretty much, right? Yeah. Not I mean, necessarily. <laughs> Dr. Fate Doctor Fate is a scary character. Hmm. Well, we'll see. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I like what I hear. You know, um, he's uh, – looks like it's going to be very uh, – you know, character-driven story. His uh, character, you know, enslaved five thousand years, um, and <laughs> the gods granted him power to uh, do good, and instead he uh, seeks revenge. And it's like, well, you thought wrong. So um, that's going to be interesting. And I, I don't know. I think overall, I just like what I hear because you know, on the last show, I think um, I talked about how. He, Dwayne Johnson plays these characters that's, uh, you know, he, he's he's a muscle guy, but he's also soft, you know? Um, thinking of Jumanji and Central Intelligence with Kevin Hart. Uh, um, but I don't think that'll be the case here. Um, I don't want Black Adam to hold back. Uh, I want him to, you know, do justice his way. What, what do you say? True justice and the Black Adam way. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was completely off. I really yeah. thought we were gonna get a Henry Cavill 
confirmation, but he did kind of hit yeah. at he you know, the future. Yeah, fighting Superman, so that'll be interesting. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm for sure looking forward to this. I can't wait till they start filming because well, in six years. Yeah, and to note to what you guys are talking about, this is the closing statement of the panel. He said, let's let the Flash, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, let's let them know something. Things will never be the same. The hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. So he's not just teasing showdowns with a single person. He's teasing showdowns with everybody, which would be really cool to see personally. Um, Keith, thoughts on the uh, Black Adam panel? Yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely where it's going. I think it's going to be, I mentioned in our reaction that, uh, you know, kind of sort of like how in uh, the TV show Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Hawkman's kind of chasing uh, Vandal Savage through time. He's like this immortal character. Like they were fighting back in the day, then they're fighting in modern day. I think, I think there may be a similar situation going on here. Uh but I got to agree with Gio, man. I think he's, I think he's going to take it. He's going to take these guys uh, at the end. And then maybe uh, we'll get a tease in this one, certainly in the next film we see him in, where it's going to be a similar thing, except now he's facing Wonder Woman and Superman in the Justice League, right? Like they're trying to uh, – because he seems like – and you kind of hinted a little bit, Gio, where he plays these characters that do have a little, a little heart, where like you – there's going to be some kind of sympathetic angle for him, right? Like he's not be fully, he's not going to be necessarily a bad guy. He might be wrong. Like it could be, it might be like a kill situation. Like with this guy where, where you kind of, his methodology may be wrong, but maybe his, his ideology might be, you know, his motives might be uh, understandable, but you know, he's just kind of, like you said, vengeance and all that stuff, which is not why he was granted the power. So, uh, it's fascinating. I, I really, The Rock. I mean, playing this character, we're finally getting some story and seeing these images, and just it's it's, it's really after all these years, like it was really exciting to see. So, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, uh, Gio, I know that there's one last thing that you wanted to talk about, and we don't we don't have a whole lot of time here. Um, we have about five minutes, and I'll, I'll give this about five minutes. But this is the overall success of DC fandom. And what it means for the future of of events like this. Now, I'll say my two cents first. I think that this DC fandom has just proven that uh, Comic-Con doesn't need to exist anymore in the form of movie panels. Um, in the form of everything else, Comic-Con should exist. But as far as how movie panels operate and possibly television panels pop operate, I think fandom just proved uh, that it doesn't need to operate there. And this also adds on to what Marvel did a number of years ago when they announced their slate at their own little Marvel thing at uh, when they took over the El Capitan. Um, it's just another reason, another check next to it being like, okay, maybe Comic-Con doesn't have to happen every year and we can do our own thing every so often. So uh, thoughts on thoughts on that statement? Yeah, uh, this is not good for Comic-Con at all. Um, because if you think about it, Hall H is shared in one day between what four or five different movie studios you know you got marvel dc uh lucasfilm uh legendary and whatever else is out there sony um and now you know 
you uh, Warner Brothers realizes, hey, we didn't just get a couple hours of uh, social media hype. We got a full 24 hours. And the things that were trending, the top things were DC fandom, Batman, Suicide Squad, Black Adam. It was a plethora of things um, that was trending. So now Warner Bros. is probably looking at this like, you know what? We can kind of create our own event where we don't have to do scheduling, you know, uh, pull actors off sets for movies and, you know, have uh, directors come and, you know, fly them out, hotel them, and then, you know, have them show up for, what, a half hour? Like, this pandemic is going to change a lot of things. And I think one of them is travel um, for meetings, businesses, corporations, conventions, and stuff like that. I think it's going to change. Um, but for this, yeah, I, I, this is not a good sign for Comic-Con and the movie panel sense. I could still see Warner Brothers maybe sending uh, a cast and crew if a movie is going to come out not too long after Comic-Con you know, like in the fall time, just just to promote that movie. But as far as exclusives go, I think uh, these studios are now going to have their own online global events or maybe in person. Who knows? Uh, Brian, thoughts on that quickly? Yeah, I'm very curious. As someone that absolutely loves Comic-Con and got to go to it, um, I fear for it. I think Comic-Con should be nervous. Um, I really hope that it doesn't change but i wouldn't be surprised after the way this weekend went so keith well yeah you know comic con it's not a it's not a it's not movie con it's comic con so they i don't think they're really that necessarily uh i mean it, it's gonna be a hit right it's gonna be a big hit and you know, you're right like this the, the way uh dc uh and Warner Brothers did this was spot on, you know, and it kind of shows like this, maybe this is the way to go from now on. Um, and it was very successful. I think there's something to be said about having crowds and people line up and getting crowd reactions and, uh, you know, seeing uh, Loki come out and do his, do his performance like he did, you know, uh, all those years ago and surprising the crowd with that kind of stuff or getting crowd reactions with the reveals of logos or trailers or whatever. So, uh, if and when we can do that again, I think we'll still have that. But um, certainly the whole thing of having studios just doing their own uh, studios or companies or whatever, doing their own, you know, like D23s or like this DC fandom sort of thing, or uh, like you mentioned, Sony or whatever, maybe there's just maybe that'll be the, the way of the future, you know. Um, but Comic Con, uh, it's been around forever, man. It's been around for 50 some years, nearly 40, 50 years. And it'll just kind of go a little bit back towards what it was before, you know. Uh, Lucas kind of started that thing with, you know, by bringing in Star Wars and promoting the, the movie part of it, and then other people started to follow follow suit. But uh, you know, there are some purists out there that actually that's good news to them. Like they wanted to scale back down to what it used to be, and maybe it'll be something that people can actually go to again. Um, so, uh, but definitely everything, definitely everything will will be different. And that's for sure. I will say one last thing, just quickly to add on to it. I 
if let's say someone like Marvel does continue to do Comic Con and stuff like this, I think that they strongly need to open up the idea of just filming it live and not being a secluded 6,000 people get to see it. That's it. And then they have to worry about it getting leaked and people freaking out. That needs to go. It, it needs to, everyone needs to have the opportunity to see what you're doing because Jake, you and I went, it's damn near impossible to get inside hall H yep. it's, it's yeah. insane. We didn't even, we didn't even go near it cause there was no possibility. No. We literally saw it from afar and was like, cool. But um, but what's going to give you more attention and fan service and uh, like Twitter stuff, you doing it and giving only these certain amount of people or doing it, having the people that are there pay for it to be extra, to be there live, do all that, and then broadcasting it to the world, that's going to – win every single time so i think they need to comic con needs mm. to consider that because i mean there are gonna be people sure. myself included that i would pay to go and see it in person rather if i was guaranteed rather than see it online yeah. but i'm not gonna go to comic con <laughs> every single year but you're damn sure i'm gonna watch it on on a stream so i think they need to just rethink how they do it and that could be the future of Comic-Con, personally. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up tonight's episode of Apocflix Now. Uh, thank you to everyone who's been watching live for this entire time. I know we went a little overboard, but there was a lot to discuss, a lot of thoughts to get out there. And I'm glad we were able to do so. Um, again, as I mentioned up top, uh, you can find all of our panel live reactions and watch-alongs on the channel. They are there for you to access. Uh, Gio and Brian headed the entire day. Myself and Keith popped in as well as Jacob earlier in the day. Um, so go check those out. We really, really appreciate it. Of course, as Gio mentioned, make sure you're checking out our Apocalypse swag. Uh, T Public link is in the description, as well as our podcast channels. Links is in the description. Links are in the description as well. So check those out. And then uh, for Friday for Apocalypse Now, we're officially doing a watch along to the Avengers, the OG Avengers. You can find us there Friday evening, Friday night, wherever you are checking out the Avengers, watching it together, which will be a lot of fun. So for the crew, so Gio, Brian, Keith, and myself, uh, thank you so much for joining us on Apocalypse Now. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter and Instagram at Apocalypse Movies. Staying up to date with everything here at Apocalypse, and we will uh, see you guys on Friday. Good night, Rachel. <laughs> yes.